you'd done a podcast earlier for us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And we talked about uh, you living that adventure lifestyle. Absolutely. Yeah. And you'd mentioned your wife. And yep. she, she was the one that told you to get off your dead butt. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, let's go hunting. Yep. Yes. Is that right? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And said it just about like that. Rolling Bones Outdoors presents Hunt the World. Ever thought about going on that hunting adventure of a lifetime? Do you want to take your hunting skills to the next level? Maybe you needed some advice or a new challenge. This podcast will be for you. Thank you for joining us today for this episode of Hunt the World with Rolling Bones Outdoors. And no, Brad, you can't say a word. I'm going to consume all the time, suck it out of your brain if you sing that song ever. It's like ridiculous. Anyway. What song? They don't uh, even know what we're talking about. I think everybody on this listing knows what song. Welcome to the Bone Cave. Thanks for being here today. Um, To my left, Bleep, appreciate you. Uh, You know, I always say appreciate you having here, but we wouldn't do one without you. So this little sound box uh, voice room you put us into, and then we have to bleep Brad's stupidity all the time. So uh, that's uh, actually that's not true. That's not nice. That's not nice. Be, be kind. <laughs> My God. <laughs> so anyway, Brad, good to having you here. Hashtag three ninety three. This will that'll be the last week we're in this um, location because Lindley uh, today give me the agenda of moving. And all the security cameras come out because of the rifles and the complexity with guns and stuff. At the same time, the rifles come out, the security cameras come out. Well, yeah, that's right, because we're going to take it, and they're going to let us move all that. And then um, and then, and then, then we go into moving everything, and then all the audio and stuff gets shut so off. So we've got the old bone cave. So we have the old bone the cave. The old, old bone cave. And now the and new now the bone, bone cave. cave. This exactly. is getting confusing. It, 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 and and Lindley's the master at plugging all the wires yes. together and unplugging other wires. So anyway, we're going to do the last one next week here. So that'll be fun. So Brad, it's been a fun run here. We've sat here many many nights doing podcasts. So yeah, and we have a special guest here today. Two of them, three of them. Yeah. Well, Lindley's not really. I, it's not that you're not a special guest, Lindley. <laughs> um, but uh, um, but we have Misty Martin and Ryan Martin. Yep. Is yep. that right? Yep. And uh, um, Misty, you're a world you're a world traveling hunter as well. Not as much as Ryan, but yeah. But you've been there. Oh, absolutely. So all you got to do is say it. You did it once, and then you can say it for the rest of your absolutely. life. Absolutely. Hayden Fry, the greatest football coach ever, who um, uh, was the coach for the Hawkeyes, not the the Huskers. So, um, like, are we eliminating Tom Osborne? We're just taking him, setting him. Well, in he a was special. A, he was a small. So, he was a good coach, wasn't he? he was. Yeah, but but you know I what? just I was just I'm Bob Devaney. We're just gonna take those guys out. Well, Bob Devaney, it was, okay, Osborne and Fry might have been in the same cut from the same cloth. Anyway, yeah. so Hayden Fry has three national okay, championships. So, so Hayden Fry said that we couldn't even play for a national championship at that time because <laughs> the Big Ten was excluded from it because it was the uh, um, what was it the Rose Bowl, right? No, no, so, no, no, because no, Nebraska and Michigan shared a national title. I think it was in '95 or something, wasn't it? Yeah. Hayden was gone then. Wasn't Michigan in the Big Ten? Anyway, all right, whatever. Okay, you know what? Nebraska's <laughs> unbelievable. They're so f***ing good that 400 years from now when they've never won another game, they had three national titles. <laughs> um, yesterday's news, um, but anyway, we digress. So, thanks for being here. I'm glad you guys to be here. Can, you guys can stick up for Kansas oh. now. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Kansas? I don't know. With football, I don't know. Yeah, Kansas. Maybe basketball. Yeah, yeah, Kansas is getting uh, courted by the Big Ten, I think, yeah. right now, too. I think so. Because of the what basketball I hear. program. 
But anyway, we are, uh, um, and we got Lindley here. Lindley, say hi. Hello. <laughs> so anyway, we thought we would, uh, um, I appreciate you guys being here. Absolutely. We are going to talk about family and hunting and father-in-laws and uh, um, and because uh, you done a podcast earlier for us, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and we talked about uh, you living that adventure lifestyle, absolutely. Yeah. And you'd mentioned your wife, and yep. she she was the one that told you to get off your dead butt, and, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, let's go hunting. Yep. Yes. Is that right? Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. And said it just about like that, <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's worked out like crazy. Yep. And now, obviously, you were one of our advisor booking agents. Absolutely. And um, it was it would be I thought it would be great to get you back on because we need to hear that story. Absolutely. And they've heard Brad and I's story. And my father-in-law, Miss um, Lindley's dad, was my uh, um, hunt hunting, safe, yeah, hunting hunt safety safe instructor. instructor when I was 14 years old. I think I sat next to Lindley and didn't think she was cute at that time because I was more into I was more into <laughs> more into hunting, I was more into hunting and so trapping. Yeah. But by the time I was eighteen, I figured out wow, these things are they, they look pretty like, good. On the cover of <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Nothing. Don't say that again. What was that? I'm going to start singing on the cover of Rolling Bones. I need to take some voice lessons. <laughs> if you do that, you'll never go hunting with me again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, way cuter than the hunting. I cover the hunting rolling. Bus. So, did you guys take hunt safe together? We did. Oh, that's oh. cool. Yes, we did. You were in my class. No, see, oh, you noticed her. A little oh, bit. No, 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 no. The only reason. No. Oh, yeah, I didn't even notice. So, did did you go home and tell your mom that you saw the girl you were going to marry? No, hell no, <laughs> for sure not. But my mom. But I think my mom said one time, if you're going to date that Lindley girl, you better behave and be a better boy than you are normally. That's oh, oh yeah. Like so I know my mama yeah. told me that. Yeah. Um, and then when she called and I said, yeah, I'll call her back, because that was in the days of the old rotary phones. Right, right. Yeah. I said, yeah, I'll call her back someday. And my mom said. You'll call her back tonight. Um, and I'm like, whoa, um, pretty serious, Mom, about this girl, Lindley. And uh, so anyway, my mom did have some influence. But my mom told her not to marry me. Oh, wow. True story. Oh, she said oh your a, mom. My mom said there's a lot <laughs> yeah, of other like, fish you will see. Reverse psychology. Oh, wow. No, she was dead serious. <laughs> Here, why don't you tell the story? Well, that's true. That's true. She did say that. What'd she say? She said there's plenty of fish in the sea. <laughs> and you might want to seriously consider this before you marry him. Yeah. Was, yeah. She, was she afraid you were going to catch a sucker with him or a car? <laughs> <laughs> what, what was she thinking Brian was? You were a keeper. <laughs> uh, no catch and release on that deal. Huh? <laughs> so anyway, she did say that. And she, she, she told me one other thing. She said, never marry a short girl. You're six foot five. There's plenty of tall girls out there that need a tall boy. And you should marry and, a and tall how, girl. How tall is oh. your mom? My mom's five foot two. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and my wife's five foot three. She towers over my mom. <laughs> so anyway. And five foot one. Yeah, it's two five three. I think, so. You know, I think I read something the other day that you always needed to marry a woman that's shorter and keep your guns on a high shelf. And that way, whenever you hear her scooting a chair across the floor, you at least get a little bit of a running chance. Exactly. <laughs> I think that's right. And, I, and, and don't ever live in Kansas because you can see a husband running for three days. Yeah, yeah, three that's days. right. That's um, right. For sure. <laughs> is, is that right? Yeah. So, any, anyway, so <laughs> – so hunt safety, the reason I knew that is because my father-in-law, Ronnie, told me years later, he said, yeah, Lindley was in that first class. And here's how I know that wasn't because I was uh, mm-hmm. into her at that time. Uh-huh. Um, it was they just came out with it. That's how old we are. 
<laughs> it was the first year they had it in Iowa. It was the first class. Well, you guys, you still can't use a rifle. Why did? Why do they even need to have it? Almost <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. With <laughs> a loaded gun. Thank you. Thank you, Bleep. <laughs> yeah. So Bleep go. said you can't. Hear, we don't have enough mics to share today. But he said you can't. Uh, um, you got to learn how to cross a uh, fence. Yeah. And so that's exactly right. Thank you. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Obviously, Brad thinks the only hunting in the world is with a rifle he's forgot a lot of there's a lot of other yeah, genres there, there yeah. is other so hunting. any anyway sure. so um so yeah so tell us the story how did this how does this work how does the father-in-law get you into you know this? i i had a huge drive to hunt you know and you know we've talked before about this but a huge drive to hunt as a as a kid and i really didn't come from a hunting background and uh um you know, I just go, I just, just turn me loose hunting. And whenever I met Misty and met her dad, her dad was probably the most, well, he's the, probably the best to this date shotgun rifle, uh, pistol shooter I've ever met bar, bar any, you know, and, uh, he just kind of took me under his wing, you know, and he lived 12 hours away, lived in the middle of yeah, Wyoming they lived at the in time. Big Piney, Wyoming, when we were in college. Big and Piney. Yeah. Big Piney, yeah. Wow. And uh, uh, Nation's Icebox, I think there's a sign. But um, I think my poor dad would see Ryan, like, giving it his all, and he's like, that poor kid. Yeah, I just fumble around. Oh, my goodness. The day that we got engaged, we came, we were in <laughs> wait, Wyoming. Wait, time out. Big Piney, like where we did the Red shooting school. Uh, no. Uh, it's close, yeah. Close yeah, to Big close. Piney. Yeah, close, yeah. We were, far. We and were, then Big Piney's where, yeah, okay, yep, I got you. Yep, Big Piney. Right. Yep, uh, just confirm. We have uh, outfitters in that area. Like oh, in yeah. the Tetons. Yeah, yeah, yeah down the road from Pinedale. Or you're probably thinking yeah. Pinedale and Pinedale, Jackson, yes. Okay, yep. good. Yep. Perfect. So they were up there. Yep. And working in the oil fields? Yep. Yeah, my dad worked for Mobile back when it was Mobile. Oh, really? Yep. And you cause you guys met in what? No. In college. In college in Kansas. Um, yep. we, uh, and then you were living you know. in Wyoming, too, you said. No. No, no. I wasn't. Uh, uh, we were living in Kansas. I started going to a, you know, we went to a, a local college there in Kansas. Did and she Misty. just take the pen from you? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so here's what, my, here's what Lindley wrote. Um, hunt safety. Get back to <laughs> focus. Okay. Wow. Let's keep these two girls apart. Yeah. Maybe actually, we should Misty, be here more often. <laughs> actually, Misty, we appreciate you being on. Lindley, appreciate you being on. We'll see you guys later. Let's right. do this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. But uh, um, we, we met in college, actually, and Misty can probably tell that story, but... Uh, yeah, well, um, the orientation that happens in the summer before college, I had gone to that with some friends, and I saw Ryan walk through, and I just thought he was pretty handsome. And I went home, and I told my mom, I saw the guy I'm going to marry today, and she asked me his name, and I said, I have no idea. And so uh, a couple so months later, school starts, and um, I had seen him. Like, he would get ice cream after lunch, and thought oh, he's super cute and I was talking to one of my I played basketball and we were getting uh, our ankles wrapped before practice one day and I was talking to one of my teammates about this guy and the guy wrapping my ankles was like hey I went to high school with him you want me to set you up and I was like I do so the rest Very is history nice. yeah kicked in the butt by love right there <laughs> yep yeah. and that's how you well, <laughs> that's the beginning of how he became that was, a good hunter. That was the beginning. We started so you dating. You became a good hunter over love? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, your man card is gone. 
<laughs> we we started dating, and uh, eventually, as years progressed, we ended up getting married. And her folks, like I said, her folks lived in Wyoming, and her and her dad would he would you know we'd talk on the phone, and he'd kind of help me. But when we got engaged, we we went back to her folks in Wyoming for for Christmas, and. Uh, Walked in the house, said, hey, Misty was all excited. You know, everybody's excited. Hey, we're going to get married. And I remember Dad kind of looking at me, and he just kind of turned, and he walked upstairs in the house, and he came downstairs with a rifle, which, you know, one could take that two ways. Wow, right, yeah. <laughs> one, and, and in Wyoming, you can't run for three days. Yeah, that was a little rough country out there. I couldn't run very fast anyway. And uh, he gave me a rifle. He gave me a Remington uh, 725-06, and that was my – 25 out six. Thor's, Thor's hammer. Thor's hammer. <laughs> yep. Yep. Rancher's Thor's hammer. I, and, and, and he was a big-time reloader, and he showed me what loads he was shooting in that, and then I started learning to reload from that. And, uh, you know, that kind of got me going in the shooting, and uh, in a way we kind of went from there, yeah. yeah. My dad's like a book of knowledge, like yeah. just a walking book of hunting and reloading and all the things. And he still hunts now. He does. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Where's How old's your dad? Where's he live yeah. now? He is 72 years old. He lives in Sealing, Oklahoma, of all the retirement places. Oh. I, I, yeah. He said it was the middle of great hunting, and when he said the middle, I meant I think he meant like you could drive really far any direction. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> but, and get yeah. to it, huh? Retired down there. He was the one that also, years later, he would come down from Wyoming to bird hunt, mm-hmm. pheasant hunt. That was a big thing for us, pheasant hunt. And uh, I didn't have no bird dogs, you know. I mean, I just walked, and, you know, I was my own bird dog. And he'd always tell me, boy, you need to get a bird dog. And I'd say, man, I don't I don't know about this. I don't. I just, man, I, everybody spends more time worrying about their bird dog than they do hunting. And uh, finally talked me into getting a bird dog, and I got a bird dog. And I guess I've had bird dogs for 20, 22 years now. And uh, he was always a wealth of information on bird dogs, and, and uh, that kind of – that that uh, kind of kept me busy with that too, you know. That's a fun hobby. Yeah. M- last year was our first year of hunting without my bird. Oh. oh. Since I I've been done with school. I don't know. I don't weird. know that I could do it today, you know. And I swore I'd never have one because I'd have guys come hunting with me and they'd bring their dog, and the next thing we'd know, we'd be hollering for the dog, or we'd be <laughs> dog would have stickers or all this, and I never wanted. I just never had the patience for it. I got my first dog, and uh, and uh, we kind of worked. You know, he helped me work with her, and away we went, you know. And uh, like I said, I've had, I've had dogs for 20, 20 22 years now. And uh, uh, actually st- got one right now that's the fifth generation from my, uh, from my first bird dog that I'd got. So do and, you work with the dogs, Misty? Uh, when Ryan's out of town. You do? I do, yeah. I don't really work with them well, but I will let them – Go for a run, or yeah, yeah, you know, take care of. Do your dogs handle? Yeah, not so much hand signals, but you know, they I I do some, but not not very hardcore on the hands. They're pretty good voice commands. Yeah, 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 voice commands. That was literally his voice commands, and kind of has one. Yeah, they they've probably kind of been that way. I mean, they'll listen to me now. If you come out there and give them a command, yeah, no, you know, you have to have the accent. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. But. It's funny you say that. I have uh, I have a buddy coming out um, the first weekend of September. Um, the two best men at my wedding were hunting freaks too, <laughs> Troy Sealhammer and Craig Mockles. And Craig and I went to school together, college. And Troy uh, was just uh, we we he would ride home. With, he was a city kid. He would ride home on the bus with us and get off. Anyway, they're coming out here, and my other buddy Brett Miller, uh-huh. who's an advisor, you yeah, met yeah, Brett. Are you guys going to go deer and, hunt or, or bird no, hunting? I can no, be no, the custodian. No, of that no, tag. no, no. We're going to go shoot. We're going to go shoot prairie dogs. Uh, 
Okay. Uh, I think, is it the first week? It better not be the first weekend. I got to figure. I think it's the last week. That's in okay. August. You guys go shoot prairie dogs. I'll, I'll um, take care of that little That's right. I forgot about it. I might have to cancel this event. <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> my, my, yeah, I'm thinking I've tried to pack everything into this summer. So anyway, we're going to have a reunion. But my buddy has, he always had um, Chesapeake Bay's, him and his dad. Right. Yep. And he has four labs right now. Oh, my. I'll have to send you the YouTube. Um, it's called Ruby and Ozzy or something. He has four yellow yep. labs. And this is, he's one of those guys when he gets into something, that's all he does. Like he got into, oh, uh, whole you know, smallmouth bass fishing. And yep. he, he, he bass fished the world for smallmouth, United States. Mm-hmm. Every every best fisher he could. He was catching six, seven pound smallmouth bass. You know what I'm saying? Is that, is that Mike? Uh, that's Craig Mockles. Oh, okay. Anyway, he has four dogs right now. And I just saw him the other day on on uh, video. And you were talking about dogs. It's mm-hmm. so cool. I think that the, the, the I just love Love watching him. Oh, yeah. Anyway, he had them all lined up. He shot it, shot it, shot it, shot it. He shot his, uh, um, you know, his whatever retrieving dummies out there, and then he released all of them. They went and got by the bird they were supposed to. Sat there by it, turned around, and then he released them all back to him. Holy cow! So he had four dummies fly out. He released each dog at a time. They stayed at the dummy when they got it, and then he brought them all back at four. At one so time. when he sh- so he had a launcher and he yeah, shot he the dummies, <laughs> and they all four were sitting here waiting for him right there. You and could they see, didn't and he go, videoed the whole he'd thing. He'd say, "Bo, yeah, Jack. boom, oh, steady go. the wing." Oh and, wow! And, and they all released them at a different time. They went and then they got to their dummy, turned around, yeah. grabbed it, turned around, sat down, and yeah. waited for him to bring them all back. Wow. Yeah. And it was just it blows me away because I, I, first of all, I don't have that kind of patience. Right. Right. Now Lindley obviously does because she's been training me for uh, thirty years. But but handle four of you though just one <laughs> yeah probably not nobody would want that but anyway um i thought it was pretty cool so when you talk about dogs i, I just had it they, it's always a well a well-behaved dog is a good dog mm-hmm. yeah absolutely sure. and one that's not is we'll try your patience i will give you that <laughs> you I, don't want to hunt with dogs when you have a bad dog no i no you don't i i can remember having guys come and hunt with me before and they you know we turn the dogs here, out yeah here, here here you know and the dogs you know 200 yards up there you know all the roosters are flying yeah out you're like well i should have screwed the full choke in today you know and i mean it uh, it's uh, but no her her dad really you know Misty kind of came she grew up around hunting so that kind of honed you know her dad kind of honed in on me and kind of helped me get going and kind of directed me and how to be a better you know anything you know whether it be glassing for deer or glassing for whatever you know he's got the patience of Job and he could you know he'd show me and he'd sit up there on a hill all day I mean all day sit there with a pair of binoculars just glassing and glassing and glassing and he'd teach me that patience and that 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 really you know it it is a you know while i was an adult it was a a mentorship uh even a long distance mentorship at the time how how old were you when you guys started dating oh right with our first year of college i was 18 and 19 20 yeah yeah yeah, 19 yeah Yeah. i got i think i got we got married i was 21 you were 21 and i was 20 yeah 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 so yep. yeah, and uh, do you yeah. remember the first time that I shot a rifle and blew your mind? Like you were like, I had no that wasn't idea. That was the first time you blew his mind. <laughs> yeah. That was a secret. <laughs> yes. All right, okay. Brian Martin is back on our program, <laughs> and uh, we have now went from PG thirteen to uh, yeah. Well, let's let's. Uh, so anyway, how'd that work? When okay, we can't. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. 
All right. So anyway, we interrupt this commercial, <laughs> this podcast for a commercial break. Yeah, let's hear that. let's hear that story, but let's keep it off of certain rifles blowing mind triggers. Okay. You know, it it uh, it impressed. I mean, she impressed me whenever she went to shoot, and that was I for sure. <laughs> and uh, I mean, I I'd never been around a woman that shot, and boy, she could she could. <laughs> She, she uh, it was it was incredible. It goes <laughs> nowhere but downhill. Yeah, from here. absolutely. Like I did not see that one coming. <laughs> yeah. Did it feel like sometimes he liked Ryan better than you? Oh, dad? absolutely. Oh. There were times that I was definitely pretty sure that my dad liked Ryan way more than he liked me. Yeah. Even still now, like right, they talk on the phone way more than I do. Yeah. 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 Well, it's because there's there's that commonality that there's that fraternity that you're a part of that he's a part of. That, Absolutely. That they talk for you, hours. Because my father and I don't talk for hours, but we get along really well. And well, because my mother-in-law, my mother-in-law and I definitely don't. But anyway. Um, <laughs> Okay, I got that look that only you know that you get that look when you get that look that you know you get. Brotherhood. Oh, yeah, so the brotherhood. But, no, it's kind of funny because my father-in-law – and you know what's funny is is my father-in-law and we've never hunted one day together. Uh Really? Really. Never hunted – nope, never hunted. I've invited him out here. He says he's too old to go. I'd like to – I said, listen, we'll go on a buggy. And and now I think he's just like – I don't know. I don't know what it is. But, yeah, but my father-in-law, I've never hunted one day together. Um, but, uh, um, but we talk hunting all the time. Mm-hmm. We talk gun. Oh, that's, that is an absolute bullface lie. I'm sorry. Sorry. We have hunted together two years in a row. I brought him out pheasant hunting, um, over here in Blunt, South Dakota. Oh, yeah. And he pheasant, killed more pheasants yeah. in one day. And I stand corrected. And it's we, like going and to we shot predators. Yes, exactly. You exceed your, <laughs> oh, whatever. Dude. Cause we're on a preserve. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We're actually going to do a podcast on that because, uh, the state of South Dakota releases, um, a bird and a half for every bird that's shot. So if there's a million birds shot, they on a preserve, you know. Th- so you have to release birds to go over the yeah, limit. It's a min- minimum of 600 birds in a preserve, or yeah, something like yeah, that. something like that. And, are, and it's an astronomical amount that the state of South Dakota dumps out, and that also are on this program. Your, your actual state wildlife. Hands, well, I'm I'm told that our South state of South Dakota. I, I don't know if this is true, but I've heard this from a couple of different people that were fe- in the pheasant farming business. That they are the biggest purchaser of hundred percent. There's a there's a there's a hatchery in Janesville, uh, Wisconsin. Uh, Wisconsin. Yeah, that, that's they they literally Wisconsin fund guys. that hatchery. They do, they're two thirds of that business. So the state of Kansas needs to get with South Dakota and figure this out because you know our. Our, our population just dropped, you know, due, you know, just due to a drought like we've talked before, and but it just won't rebound. It just absolutely will not rebound at all. Well, South Dakota has a hard time not rebounding when, yeah. they, when they throw out that many oh, know, yeah, birds. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, they keep it healthy. But what made me think of that is my father-in-law, that's what – our connection was was pheasant hunting yeah and so i did we did go a few times out here and he was one he's an amazing shot when you talk yeah. about yeah. your dad being yeah. an amazing shot he's an amazing shot with a shotgun and i'll never forget as a kid i used to look at my father-in-law before i knew lindley and went man if i could ever live that life that'd be awesome oh i know because yeah. he had yeah. that was back in the days where you reloaded your own shotgun. yeah oh yeah and then yeah. they had a trap league and yeah. he shot trap league he was the president of trap league yeah. and, and he he had birds lined up everywhere i'd i'd, I'd ride my I'd ride my uh, bike by his place in the fall, the motorcycle, my truck, and I'd see lines of pheasants lined up and all his buddies would be out, and 
I'd be like, man, if one day I could go with them. You oh, know yeah. What I'm right, so right, it was right. Cool. Well, you grew up in really good pheasant country, too, though, didn't you? Uh, I mean, it was oh, correct. when you were. It, yes, when I was a kid. You had with, quail, too, didn't yeah, you? Um, uh, Hungarian did you, partridge. Did you have We had a lot of covers of partridge. We had some grouse, mostly, not much. Mostly no, yeah, partridge and pheasants. Yep, yeah, partridge and pheasants. And what we had was we had the old um, railroad beds oh, that yeah. hadn't been ripped up yet. And so those were all basically state-owned. Yep. And if you could get on a railroad bed and you were willing to walk into the middle of the section, you'd have great pheasant hunting. And we killed a lot of pheasants. Right, right. I tried to take you squirrel hunting once on them. <laughs> you, you made me have a flashback to growing up, right? So my dad always liked to have the environment at our house, so he'd bring all the guys back. And I, I remember the yeah. pile of pheasants, and i just pick them up by the neck and not think anything of it. I'm grateful for that. In fact, mm-hmm. I should dig up some pictures because <laughs> those are good memories. Cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that yeah your, dad, your dad always had all the camaraderie and the boys, and I was like, dude, if I could ever get in that circle. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the way, you know, the, you know it's it, – funny you talk about that but like just the pheasant um how that brings such camaraderie camaraderie around people you know the the groups of guys that would come and they would hunt with us and the families and the get-togethers and the meals and everything that we would all have together Yeah, the whole family got together your um you talked about that deer hunting and deer hunting is different here now you know it's so different yeah i I hunted with my in-laws or well with doug and Susie's brother. Right, your father-in-law. Yeah, my father-in-law when I was a kid. My dad didn't hunt, and they did. And uh, we'd all go hunt together. At Thanksgiving, you would go hunt in the morning, come back and have dinner, and then you'd go hunt in the afternoon hunt, you know, up, up in the hills. And then, yeah, it was, it was, uh, there was a lot of camaraderie back here back then, which there's not now because I think a lot of it's tags. It is tags. You know, tags uh, that, that uh, yes. yeah. you know, you didn't just, I mean, you used to be able to go buy a deer tag at wherever, yeah. and, you know, you had a hills tag, you, so you were, you know, there's three different seasons here for deer, right. and, and that one you could just buy over the counter. Yeah. What were you going to say, Lily? Oh, no, I just remember when my dad had a pheasant feather up above his, uh, what do you call it, a little the thing? Visor. Sun visor, yeah. yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah. It was in him, yep. For sure. We, you know, her dad would come down and the family would come up and we'd go, and it was just phenomenal shotgun shot, just absolutely phenomenal shotgun shot. And that's what, you know, he kind of showed me, you know, he'd always show me little tricks and stuff like that. And, you know, I watched him before one time come down from Wyoming to go pheasant hunting with us and uh, uh, he come with, and he had a new pump and which was just, I was like, man, that's kind of odd for an over and under man. Cause I was, I think I was, I don't think I was shooting an over and under yet, or maybe I was. And he'd always shot an over and under, so I kind of copied him by getting one. And uh, watched him stand in one spot one time and a bunch of roosters get up, and he never took a step, stood in one spot and dropped four four roosters, just, just boom, 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 you know. And I'm like, holy cow. And he'd take us, you know, I mean, he was hardcore. You know, we'd get on these. I always called them death marches, you know. <laughs> and, you know, we'd think, you know, well, you know, and I'm thinking about, oh, we'll go, you know, a little half mile, quarter mile walk. No, you know, it was, you know, one mile by one, we'd walk all the way around the section. That was you know. your initiation. Yeah, that yeah. was it. Right there. He's hoping maybe I'd fall off somewhere out in there. He learned to put beef jerky in his pocket on yeah. those days. Yeah, 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 yeah. You you know, you didn't stop to eat. You didn't stop nothing. I mean, no, that's like us coyote hunting. You don't stop to eat. You yeah. don't even stop. Lindley's like, that's fun. I'm like, yeah, that's fun, actually. That was, he was that also was the one that introduced me into coyote calling. And oh, I mean, really? this was 20. Twenty. Oh, I have a picture for you. Yeah. Oh my goodness, they look like what Chevy Chase and 
what was it? Uh, spies, spies like, like us. us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Doctor, yeah. really? Doctor, yeah. Yeah. doctor, doctor, yeah. doctor. But yeah, uh, uh, yeah he's one. Of, I mean, introduced me to coyote calling probably twenty over twenty five years ago. You know, I was calling coyotes when people didn't even know what it was. I'd call some landowner, some farmer, and say, "Hey, you mind if I call coyotes on you?" And they, they didn't have a clue what the heck I was talking about. You know, and I'd have to explain to them, "Well, this is what I do. I'll park and I walk over the hill and all this." And yeah, oh yeah, he'd uh, he was at that time he was still uh, well, he's still in Wyoming, but. You know, uh, he would make his own. He'd make his own coyote calls too. And really, uh, oh yeah, yeah. And uh, did you guys pass the love for the outdoors and your, you know, fire? Yeah, it's been really, really cool to watch. Um, The girls when they were the girls aren't right now not really into it. But now, Michaela, our oldest, is more of a. I'm a checklist hunter. I've shot my turkey. Check. I've shot my deer. Check. I'm good. And the the other girls, kind of when they were younger, but the boys, they they come. Our oldest he lives over in uh, Charlotte now, but they come home and they they go to, or pheasant hunting. Yeah. Uh, our younger son lives in town, and and he's picked up where he he'll go pheasant hunting with a buddy or yeah. whatever. If Ryan deer can't hunting. go deer yeah. hunting, yeah, yeah, they got back from yeah. a black bear hunt uh, what a month ago, yeah, a little over Canada. a month ago. Well, yeah. that was your youngest son. Yeah. Youngest, yeah. Yeah, and he, he killed a really good black yeah, bear. Yeah, he did. He did. It was like he his really bucket did. list thing. Yeah, yeah, that was his bucket list deal. We had been good on a question, bear hunt like, years ago. Um, he went to Idaho in like Yeah, I went to Idaho, and we, I mean, it was just a, a no bear at all. And, you know, I was like, man, he's kind of bummed. Yeah, and he kind of just you know, let he it roll off. He loved the outdoor, like that whole unplug thing. Yeah. Like, like just getting away from – life yeah. you know for a minute yeah. you take him and you put him in the mountains where there's no cell phone service and he's unlike any other kid you know other kids would be bummed at that and he's like you know you just watch him every morning and say how you doing this morning and he'd just be smiling from ear to ear you know he's just fine you know, get totally unplugged from society be up in the mountains he just loves it yeah i took my oldest to russia and and, and it was 22 days and I was worried about that because wilderness hunts are a little different. Yes. You get dropped off and you find out Starbucks is a million miles away. Yeah. You got one connection out. It's a sat phone. Half time it didn't work in Russia. No yeah. Xbox. What's that? No Xbox. No Xbox, <laughs> no nothing. He was just getting out of his college athlete uh, days. So he was 21, just winding that down. And, uh, um, and he did the same thing, though. Every day got up super positive, loved it, and was like when that plane came, he looked at me, the helicopter. Yeah. And he was like you know what, Dad? And I said, what? And he goes, kind of a sad day. Oh, yeah. He goes, yeah. we got to go back, and our phones are going to go beep, 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 beep. And I'm like, yeah, let's not turn them on until we get back to Petro. And he goes, that's a deal. And so we didn't, and it was kind of cool. Um, my youngest would have died. <laughs> Physically <laughs> curled up and died. Uh, yeah, that was quite an experience for Noah. No, yeah. Yeah, you know that's why it was on that on that Idaho hunt. We didn't get into bears. I mean, and I was really worried about Renee, and I mean he just loved every minute. He didn't, he didn't make any difference, you know. I mean that bear's just just the cherry on top of the of the of the banana split, you know. I mean it's still good without the cherry on top, <laughs> and uh, he just was smiling from ear to ear. Now he was pumped to get back out there and go get a bear, and then this last year obviously we did, and he did he did shoot a good bear broke broke over six foot. You know? So now you guys went to. Across uh, the con- uh, across the sea to a different hemisphere uh, to go hunting so, together. Yeah, we went to South so Africa. Africa. We've heard his part of that story. You tell us your part, Misty. Uh, what pick up where we Wait, on the couch? On the couch. Well, he would sit and like 
he would read every article. He would like Jim Shockey wrote something. Jim Zomo wrote something. He, he was sitting there reading things every night. Oh, I wish I could do this. I wish I could do that. He, we had watched so much um, Jim Shockey that we were in a hotel in Salt Lake and he walked pa- past us and I said, hey, Ryan, we know that guy. And he's like, we don't know him. That's Jim Shockey. <laughs> and so we're sitting on the couch again, watching probably Jim Shockey. Hey, well, I'm Brim Maki. That was one of my <laughs> names. So, so I'm kind of a big deal. Kind of a big deal. You know, if well, you'd have seen me in Utah, you'd have said, we don't know him. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, we had watched so much, you know, probably every episode. And, and he would he would talk about how he was just never going to be able to do those things. And one day I was like, well, why can't we do those things? And he was like, well, because it's expensive. And I was like, well, how expensive? Like, how much does it cost? And he was like, well, I don't know. Well, I'm, if you don't know how much it costs, how do you know we can't afford it? And so I told him to start looking at it, and Sensible. finally he did. Sensible. <laughs> Sensible woman. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Lily stepped away, so I'll say something. She would be like, yeah, add woman, add logic. Oh, I'll speak for Lindley. Yeah. So finally he started looking into it, and he was like, oh, you know what? We really can't afford it, except for I said I wanted to shoot a sable, and he's like, no, we can't afford that. But we can now. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so you're saying there's a chance but, to go back. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. The sable prices have dropped in Africa, yeah. by the way. If you're wanting to go to South Africa, just give me a call. I'll get you all lined out. But, yeah, they they, 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 yeah, they, they uh, the, the price of a sable has dropped now, so that is yeah. in the Martin budget. Well, the, the sable back then was like the price of the whole hunt, I think. Yeah, yeah, it and was. So it was high. I, I, said, I said, oh, I want to shoot one of these. He goes, I bet you do. But <laughs> so. the, out, yeah, the outfitter goes, oh, I like her. I like her taste, you know. <laughs> But um, we went and it was the best time. It was, you know, some sometimes people hate to just travel or leave their kids. And, and we take our kids on a lot of trips. We do a lot of things with our kids. So I do not feel guilty about that at all whatsoever because they get their fair share of travel. I mean, like just got back from Canada with our youngest. And so anyway. Our youngest boy, not youngest kid. But anyway, we, we go and it's just the best time. They were so good to us. They made me feel like I was the queen while I was there. And we just had the best time and hunting and just there, there was one day, the day he shot uh, the baboon. You guys talked about here a while back. Well, um, that was one of my favorite days. And we literally yeah. sat in this blind thinking we're not going to see anything. And we, like, we didn't go there with the intent of shooting a baboon. It was one of those like on opportunity kind of things. Well, opportunity knocked. So I'm standing here just outside the, the bush and w- they're, they're in there looking for it. And I look over to the side and I see the baboon that is in a smaller bush outside of where they are and i know from we've we've been hearing these things they're the, the like the guides definitely told us like these are not animals to play with so i'm trying to not i, I don't know if it's dead or not and i'm not walking over there to kick it so i'm like ryan hey ryan and uh he's like what and finally they come out and i'm like he's right over yeah she there. starts pointing towards this bush to i death. mean and he had rolled over he didn't just roll over like on his back he rolled over into like like he was, was he a jump. big one? Yeah, yeah, yeah he's, he's a really big baboon. Yeah. yeah, he had gray hair all down through him. I mean, he was. He, there's a they're a nasty, violent little animal. So how you, you can shoot him again. Yeah, I didn't have a gun. Though. Well, that that was it. The guide said, "I said, I said, is that all right?" We, he goes, "Well, I don't know. I might have a pissed off baboon on my hand." He goes, "Can I take her gun?" And I'm like, "Well, yeah, so okay." I, I so I had a gun. The guide had a gun, but uh, the the PH had a gun. But anyway, Misty was left without one. What are the characteristics you score on a baboon? 
I don't really know. I think just size. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I- yeah. Incredibly. How many <laughs> shooting obnoxious <laughs> animals. Yeah. 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 But yeah. No, I loved South Africa. I would totally go back and shoot a sable the next time. But it was the best time. Just beautiful and the people were great. I yeah. think that's a lot though when you travel to a different country and you're in that. It's the whole mysteriousness of it. The whole mysteriousness of the culture. The whole mysteriousness of the everything. You know, I was really nervous. And I will say like the, the guy that, that we were going with, like he was former military and he was like, that was a little bit, I was a little bit nervous and because you, you fly into Johannesburg and he, he's like, you just tell your wife when you come around this glass partition, we'll be right there. One of us will be right there. And they never left me alone. Like never. I was never alone ever. Yeah. The adventure part you weren't concerned about? If you could. No. I like, I felt like once I saw them, I was like, okay, we're good. I'm safe. So, yeah. My worry is what I'm up against once I get there with him. (laughs) (laughs) The hell does that mean? Oh, you got a strong mind. I I don't have a weak mind, but I don't know that I'm up for what you're up for. That's why I pretty much stayed here. That's your fear. You went on a couple hunts with me right when we first got married. We went on that bear hunt to northern Canada. Yeah, Saskatchewan, yep. Yeah. Yep, I sure did. (laughs) Yeah, so you came in and and you were there. Um, we had a, we, it was a good adventure. Well, I'd rather do South Africa hunt than going like pheasant hunting. Really? Yeah, absolutely any day. Yeah. Really? So you really enjoyed it? I did. Yeah. yeah. They, you know, it's kind of like a, you know, you can look at different animals. I mean, we see a lot of animals over there that, yeah, we could have shot, but we didn't. We took pictures of them. Oh, what was the one that we saw? Nyala. Nyala. Oh, yeah, they're Nyala. beautiful. Yeah, you know we just watched I'd it. I never even thought about one or even said until you said it a month ago yeah. when you were in here. Mm-hmm. And I looked at them and I'm like, wow, those that, are gorgeous. That is a beautiful. I mean, that animal, when you look at it, you need to have how you're going to tax it, how, how the taxidermist is going to mount it in mind. I mean, that animal, I don't think you'd do that animal justice by just a shoulder mount. Now, I know that's a whole lot of full body mount to have. But, I mean, you've got the spots on its back, the big white mane. You've got everything on that thing. It's just, I mean, it's just really, really, really beautiful animal. Nyala. Nyala. Yeah, it, I looked them up. And, and I've seen them, but I never even thought about it because they're not the kudu or the sable. Yeah. Um, I want to shoot a zebra so bad I can yeah. taste it. Oh, Ryan did that on yeah. opportunity. Yeah, yeah. yeah. just because I grew up on a horse farm and I dreamed of shooting on mall. <laughs> um, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, yeah. now, they say you're not supposed to. The Bible says you're not supposed to eat a, a hoofed animal like that, right? You're well, supposed to be split. They right? no, they they, they fixed it. They fixed it for us. and uh, They split the hoof and you ate yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Was it good? Yeah, it was I've all right. zebra's really yeah. good. Yeah, you know, though I'd have I to tell. That's it. a good thing about you know. That's you the thing about it. no. That's no. the thing about you know over there in Africa. You know, they got cooks over there that could you know probably cook a rock oh, and make yeah. it taste good. I mean, everything just tasted phenomenal. They had like a, a chef from Zimbabwe that yeah. came and like he like dinner was good. I mean, but, yeah, unbelievable. Like that one I did not try. So Misty, has your adventure advisor Ryan um, done a hunt plan? Uh, <laughs> he's he started talking to me. What was a moose hunt in I British Columbia? I can't narrow them all down. I got about yeah, fifty, got, and I'm yeah. trying to get at least narrowed down to ten. Password so you can I know. I'm like I, I <laughs> like I was going to call Kelly and go. How can I just do this for myself? Because, yeah. Yeah. Good yeah. question. Good question. <laughs> you know, that was where do you want a moose hunt? What, British Columbia? Is I'd that love yeah. to do British Columbia. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, that's, I mean, that's the, the moose hunt. Well, that and the elk hunt. I mean, where else in the world can you go elk hunting with a rifle on, on a, without drawing the permit during the rut? 
That's crazy. I mean, you can't. I mean, you might be able to do it. They're screaming all over. You might be able to do it in the states, but I guarantee it's going to be hard draw tag. Hard draw tag. Yeah, it is. I just drew that tag, and I just found out I have a reunion that first week that I set up before I drew the tag, and I might need to redo that reunion because it's landing on the the, the second. You know what? Brian, I would be a I would be a good caretaker for your tag. Don't worry about it. Just go enjoy your friends. (laughs) This is a once in a lifetime tag for me. Craig's really good at duck calls. Maybe he's good at elk calling. I wouldn't trust him. I got a good elk caller right there. Um, and actually, Jason's really good because I watched him uh, call in a 393 bull and get between the bull and the cow and uh, called him right by his buddy at 35 yards, but he had to consider not shooting him at uh, 930 in the morning. Do we Jay- need, we Jason, can, I can talk about that forever. Jason is night. amazing. He can he can call with his voice, and it's it's. Oh, cool unbelievable his vocals that's cool it's pretty cool he's got to have the Does right he listen to this podcast i i don't know i i think he has before um he but he really is he really i mean he tucked himself in back there oh yeah and he got between them and he had that bull so pissed off i'd never had a bull glunking 35 yards away and have six other satellite bulls around and snot blowing out of his eye you know his yeah he's his he's been calling with just his he could just use his throat and it's is that a real term glunking Brian? yeah yeah <laughs> Hunting what the hell did you think? <laughs> yeah, that's that's I've not, not heard a, it either. That's not a Bushism. That's a real world. <laughs> Do you think I made that? Shit you, up? You've heard it. I love that. You've heard it with your horses when I they run that's around. What Snow like, White and the Seven Dwarfs like did that. when they went to went to work. They glunked on the way to work or something. You know. No. Yeah. You can't imagine that 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 was a magical day, yeah. and I give Brad hell about it every time I can. But it was fun. It was so fun. But so, so the fun. zebra was it good? To, was it fun? Was it as good as you thought it was? Oh, that be? was the best uh, yeah. day. Yeah, yeah, that was a, that was a great day right there. I mean, that because that was totally unplanned. We was it wasn't like we were hunting for zebras. They were they were amazed that there was even a zebra there. They said, "Well, we didn't we didn't think a zebra would be here." And three of them came in, and uh, I got the the, well, the biggest one out of it, and he was a he was a whopper. <laughs> You know, yeah. really? made, made a rug yeah. out of it. Yeah, yeah, I got a rug on my wall. At yeah, the I house. want a zebra rug pretty yeah. bad. It, it's yeah. pretty cool. I mean, it, it really is. And and you know, if you want to have something mounted, I mean, having a rug made is a lot cheaper than having a mount too. So exactly. you can save a little money on taxidermy. And it's prettier so. sometimes. With yeah, the zebra's case. I don't think I'd want a full body. Zebra no, that in yeah. My yeah. Basement, yeah. So. that sounds a little weird. Yeah, they have yeah. to keep the kids off of it. They'd be trying to put a saddle on it and ride <laughs> it or whatever. But yeah. you might have to use a mule saddle. Yeah. Well, yeah. if I had one full body mounted, I'd want to shoot it again every day. <laughs> oh, that's, that's funny. Bad. Well, we appreciate you guys coming in. This was good. It's always fun to hear how you know your fire gets lit. So your father-in-law just says, "Dude, I'm gonna teach you how to hunt." Yeah. And you said, "I'm gonna marry your daughter." He said, "Here's a 25 odd six." 25 odd six. Yeah. Reload and let's go. Yep. 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 Taught me how to reload. He would walk me. I'd call him. I'd, well, I still call him today on on reloading tips and you know i can't hey frank i can't get this rifle to shoot okay well you did this check the seating depth try try this you know and so we've been all through it yeah yeah he's an old timer but a good one absolutely yeah, yeah. and he's 70 what 72 72 and what a great thing to pass on absolutely yeah absolutely yeah yeah do you still have the rifle yeah i actually do i did it's the have hammer it. of thor brian uh, yeah that's <laughs> right <laughs> thor's hammer it. it's got going anywhere i i had it rebarreled you know, because 25 out six. I mean, I, when I had that rifle, I used that thing for everything. I mean, every I called coyotes, use that rifle. I had a deer, I use that rifle. I use it. So obviously, I had to rebarrel it, and I've rebarreled it and restocked it. But I do still have that. I wonder if our son-in-law is going to ask why you didn't give him a gift like that when he asked to marry Michaela. Uh, 
because we had four because we got four daughters and oh, I had to give okay. away four rifles. Well, yeah, you're one of two, three. Yeah, I have a younger brother, but we have. So there's just two of you. Yeah, and my brother loves to hunt. Oh, he man. loves to hunt yeah, too. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's got to be cool for your dad. My oldest does, but he runs a meat market, so he's busy in the fall. Yeah. yeah. But he didn't get a tag this year, so I'm looking forward to it. My youngest loves to fish and wing shoot, but mm-hmm. I'm going to take him to Mexico in in February. My youngest, so um, it'll be fun. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It worked out for you guys, right? Oh yeah, yeah absolutely. We better come up with a gift now. Yeah, <laughs> three yeah. years later. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I'll yeah. give him a gift. Does he hunt? To Cabela's he does not, but he he actually has learned some some long range shooting from Ryan. He he I didn't grow up hunting, but I bet he would go. Oh yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, that's absolutely. good. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know. My daughter in laws. I'm not buying them rifles. <laughs> yeah. No, no gifts. No. I don't think so. But I like your father-in-law's style. Oh, yeah. yeah. You'd have My to father-in-law get, didn't get me a gun. I need to talk to him about that. You'd have to that. get Taylor <laughs> that. You'd have to give her that Youth 223. Oh, he did, didn't he? He has given me guns. You know you know what? You, you're right. Your father, I, I, boy, I forget that stuff. Your dad's been really good to me, though. He has really been good to me. <laughs> so unlike your mother. Uh, but, no, I'm just teasing you, Lynn. <laughs> So, well, oh, listen, you're gonna we pay. appreciate you. <laughs> What'd you say, Brad? I said, oh, you're going to pay. <laughs> no, oh, if I pay. Lindley tolerates that. Um, her mother and I have a special relationship. But uh, <laughs> anyway. Um, but, uh, yes, I will tell you this. We will, appreciate Will she you. be up for the rally this year? No, but Noah's wedding. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because Noah gets married in well, September. Like she, they'll be on their bike then. Yeah, I no? don't know. Uh, yeah, Maybe. Yeah, they'll bring the bike up. So, yeah, they love to ride. Good for them. I love to ride, too. My youngest has a motorcycle now, so maybe I'll buy one um, so I can follow him around and keep him safe. But anyway, um, I am super happy to have you guys on. Thank you. you you. Thanks for being here, Misty. We appreciate it. it. And tell your dad we we love to hear the stories. Yes. And if he's ever in Spearfish, South Dakota, we'd love to have him stop in. Absolutely. Yep. At the so, new bone cave. At the, yes, new at bone the new cave. cave. That's a, that's so, so, yes. So, Ryan, as always, it's great having you. Love Brad, it. great sharing a mic awesome. with you again. Yeah, Bleep, um, we didn't have a mic on you today, but it's uh, good to have you here. And hey, you didn't say one thing that we're going to have to bleep out of here, Bleep. Yeah, what the <laughs> hell? Yeah, that, that's the easiest way to do that, huh? So... <laughs> Hey, listen, we appreciate you listening. And uh, remember, go to rollingbones.com and uh, check out our membership. Uh, It'll help you get started on your adventure of a lifetime. We can help you with just about anything to help you access your hunting needs. And uh, we do appreciate you listening. Make sure you give us a good review. Subscribe to Hunt the World wherever you get your podcast. You'll find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play. And tell a friend about us, okay? And uh, remember, if you think this is out of your reach, we have the hunting expedition layaway plan that can help you get on your next hunting, fishing, or whatever adventure you're looking at. We'll help you get prepared. We'll help you plan it. And you go. You go on your own adventure. We want to help be the gateway to that. And it's for as little as $50 a year. Our most popular is $150 a year. And it'll help you with applications in all 50 states. Build your hunt plans and get you your own hunting, I guess, future, right? And uh, give Ryan Martin a call. Yeah. What's your handle again? They can go DM you and uh, you can help them plan their next uh, hunting adventure. 
Um, it, what's your handle again? Uh, me, Ryan, uh, Martin, gone Ryan Martin Gone Hunting on, on Instagram. Ryan Martin Gone Hunting on Instagram, and his wife set it up. So Yeah, yeah, she set it up. Always gone hunting. <laughs> it's because he's always gone hunting. I, I like it. I like it. Well, listen, we appreciate you listening. As always, stay safe, be healthy, and happy hunting.